All right, welcome to the Sunrise and Shine podcast. Um, my name is Steve, for those who are new to this, and I record this podcast on a regular basis, semi-regular. We try to say weekly, but it's not really weekly at this point. It's kind of whenever it's, there's an opportunity to do it. And um, uh, we are based in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and I'm a pastor of Awaken Church, which is a church plant, a church startup. We have a small group of awesome folks who are part of the team. We're praying for more. Uh, During this time, we are in the midst of this uh, social distancing, uh, stay-at-home order. Uh, People use the word quarantine, but it's not. Uh, But we're in the midst of this whole thing with the global pandemic of COVID-19, and uh, trying to grow a church, <laughs> trying to, to, to plant a church, grow a church, uh, and, and serve a church is very challenging during this season. And uh, I'm sure everybody's aware that these things are just way different and crazy right now. Um, but I can tell you that uh, as someone who has gone from spending about 75 to 80% of my energy and time on inviting people, hey, let me let's have a conversation. I want to share. Let me share the vision for this church, and inviting them to be you know to, to pray about visiting and, and we our worship services and uh, and pray about what it would be what it would look like to join us on this mission uh, to be a church for this city for this community. Uh, we have to grow into that, and um, it's just really challenging uh, to do that. And and now that's gone from seventy five to eighty percent of my time and energy to less than. 20% because I'm having to do it all through social media instead of going and actually meeting people in public places and public spaces and, and that way, which is my preferred way to do that. But actually, my uptick has been in the actual pastoral care of uh, of, of being a pastor, um, which I've done for 20, uh, gosh, it's, it's, almost, it's about a week away. I'll have my 22-year anniversary of uh, being a full-time ministry and it's like, just like a week. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize that till right now. And um, 22 years. So in 22 years, I've done a lot of this pastoral care thing, but in the last three, four years of uh, preparing to plant Awakened Church and launching Awakened Church in Natchitoches, the pastoral care aspect has really been low because of the uh, just the dynamic of planting a church with with no church people. You know what I mean? It's like you have uh, you have to build a team of people, and we're still in that process. I mean, we're having w- weekly worship gatherings. We're involved in community outreach. We are um, t- you know doing our best to serve our neighbors and love our neighbors. Uh, but at the same time, we are not fully established as a as a what you call it, an established church. Uh, we just have a ways to go with that. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, number of people. It takes more than a family and a handful of college students to really uh, uh, really do everything that people look for in a church. So it's like we'll have people that will visit and check out the, the, the church, and, and uh, they'll say, well, this is great. Let us know when you have about 100 people <laughs> or when you get your own building. Because we meet in the movie theater when, we, when we're able to meet. We meet in the movie theater, uh, Parkway Cinema in Natchitoches. And uh, so currently, obviously, we're doing everything online because there's no, no public gatherings uh, supposed to be taking place. Some are doing it anyway. And um, then there's also the, the movie theaters are closed down in our state for the time being. We'll see after May 15th what that looks like and what it might look like for us uh, but we're going forward uh, we're we've always been on social media ever since awakened church uh, started ever since we launched and we will stay on social media as well so um, so one of the things we do with this podcast is just I, I really I just ran ask people for questions and discussion topics on Facebook and this week 
it was kind of fresh because a friend of mine posted uh, the only person that really fir- at first said, hey, here's, some, here's what I would like to hear you talk about and discuss, is about forgiveness, and we'll get into that. And I was like, well, that's really fresh because just this past week's sermon on Awakened Church, uh, at Awaken- with the Awakened Church, was on forgiveness. Actually, I called the sermon uh, Forgive, Forget, and Forward because we're in this process of how do we move forward uh, and, and with whatever we're, whatever we're in, especially in this crazy, strange situation we're all in. And forgiveness is one of those things that has the, the ability to really hold us back from moving forward. And anyway, so I was like, this is really fresh. So, so some specific questions about forgiveness on this. And by the way, if you want to hear that, it's about a 30-minute podcast uh, sermon version. Uh, it's also on podcast, um, and it's on uh, uh, wherever you get your podcast, especially on Anchor, Awaken-Church. You can look it up there or, or just search Awaken Church Natchitoches. Um, that would be a great way to find it. If you're on Anchor, uh, Anchor. Uh, dot fm is the uh the host uh you can just find it there awaken dash church or you can search the hashtag natchitoches and i'm sure you'll find it there um for for that podcast and that's just basically it's the sermon so if, if you join us on facebook live um and you join us for the worship gatherings on sundays you've already heard this on forgiveness but today i want to follow up because of the question that was asked a couple of from from my friend and another question tied to it and um it says well forgiveness here we go let me just read through the question and then i'll kind of address it we're also going to look at some scripture today too uh, specifically what jesus has to say in matthew chapter 6 the sermon on the mount about forgiveness so um when here we go forgiveness when you have finally stopped being angry and you want to forgive someone but don't want to be a part of their life because of the lifestyle they lead or for other reasons but okay so you're ready to forgive someone you're not really you don't really want to fully like become a part of someone who's hurt you, obviously, which is kind of one of those things about forgiveness is why forgiveness can be so difficult because the only time you have to forgive someone is f- is when they've hurt you. So obviously, I mean, the only time you have to forgive someone is because you know they've done something to harm you in some way, either you know physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, relationally, and so maybe in all those ways. And so it's that's why it's hard to forgive because it matters what they did hurt and it matters, and so it could be difficult to forgive but this question is or, or the statement that begins the questions is you know I, I, I'm, I'm not angry anymore I've stopped being angry and I want to forgive this person um, but I don't want to be a part of their life anymore because of their lifestyle uh, they lead or maybe there's other reasons just for in general so here's a couple of questions they tied to this does the person need to know you forgive them does anyone else need to know you forgive this person what about if you want to reconcile but you're afraid of rejection how do you go about beginning the process? And then there was a question tied, uh, kind of follow up of that was, what about restitution? What about restitution? So first thing I want to do, before we'll get those questions, I'll read them again and kind of talk about each one for just a brief minute. Uh, but but I want to kind of look at what does Jesus say about forgiveness? And he says a lot. I mean, if you track with with uh, the New Testament story, the, the Gospels, the story of Jesus at all, you know that Jesus has quite a bit to say about forgiveness. I just had a sip of my coffee, so I ask you to forgive me for that, if you would. See what I did there. So um, Matthew 6, verse 9, Jesus is, is uh, this is called the Sermon on the Mount. It's kind of Jesus' famous sermon. And, um, you know, he's on, a, on this mountainside. Um, he's got, you know, a, a lot of people from all different walks of life. It's like a definite... Um, 
definite uh, diverse community of this gathered around Jesus here as he's as he's given this sermon called this we call the Sermon on the Mount and specifically this part may sound familiar because we uh, call this the Lord's Prayer he says uh, chapter 6 verse 9 of Matthew he says to pray like this our Father in heaven may your name be kept holy May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So that is the prayer. But then immediately at the, at the end of the prayer, he says, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. So just real quick, this is just one of the places where Jesus talks on forgiveness and mentions it. So he, he says, here's how to pray. Here's, here's how you should pray, guys, to his disciples and all these other people, folks that are listening. And to us, he gives us like this, this template. He's not saying you have to pray this word for word. And I know that probably sounds different from your memory of the Lord's Prayer because most of us have memorized the Lord's Prayer in like the, the King James Version or our or, uh, New King James Version or even the NIV Version. I read from the New Living Translation of the Bible. It's the same words, it's the same prayer, just worded a little bit differently. So it may sound a little bit different to you today. And uh, and that's okay. You know, we, we could be okay with that. But it's the exact same words and same sentiment. But in the midst of the prayer, a part of that is, here's how you should pray. Forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. It's like, however forgiving we are, that's how we are asking God to forgive us. And so, I don't have any right to, to ask God and expect God to forgive me if I can't forgive someone else. That's kind of the, the, the way the, the prayer is worded. And then Jesus, as soon as the prayer is over, the next thing it's re- that Matthew records that he says, as soon as he finishes the prayer is... If you forgive, he's like immediately hits that forgiveness part. He doesn't get, he doesn't immediately hit the may your kingdom come soon part. He doesn't hit, hit the uh, uh, your will be done on earth that is in heaven part right away. He doesn't hit, hit the give us our daily bread part right away. He hits, he doesn't hit, he doesn't even hit the let us not yield into temptation part right away. The first thing he hits, the right away part Jesus gets to at, when he finishes this, this uh, uh, Lord's Prayer, as we call it, is this. If you forgive, Give those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Jesus, I, th- I think this is just a way of, of saying, Jesus saying to us, uh, this is really important. And Matthew records it like, here's this is how important this is to Jesus. It's the very first thing he says when he finishes the prayer. Like, he prays the, the, the prayer and then he reiterates this forgive, forgive, forgive. Now, there's a lot of other places you can read about forgiveness, and I would encourage you to just maybe do a word search uh, in your Bible. Uh, an easy way to do that if you have the Bible app is just go to the Bible app. version is the one I use, and you can just go in there, search for words, and you can type in forgive, forgiveness, forgiving, uh, forgave, and you'll get you'll get like lots of scripture uh, that will help you read that. So... Does this person? I, I've stopped being angry. That this is the first thing. This is the first thing I really want to want to think about. It, they say I've stopped being angry, and I want to forgive them. The thing about forgiveness is, some you may have to forgive while you're still angry. I mean, that's kind of the reality for me anyway. Is if I wait till I'm stopped being, I've stopped being angry. I may never. 
I may never forgive this person. So, so we have to think about that, and, and I'll talk more about that in just a minute. Um, but you want to forgive this person, but you don't want to be a part of their life because the lifestyle. So the first question specifically is, does this person need to know you forgive them? Um, yeah, here you go. Do they need to know you forgive them? You need to, if they have asked you for forgiveness at any point in the past, if it was they hurt you and they asked for forgiveness and then it's time has gone on, it's been a year, maybe it's been years since you've even talked to them. It's like this situation. I haven't even talked, you know, my friend goes on and says, I haven't even talked to them in over a year at least. Um, so I don't even know if they're open to you know a conversation. Well, the thing is, if they have at some point asked for forgiveness, yes, they need to know you forgive them. If they have ever said, I'm sorry, would you forgive me? Yes, you need to read it, follow up, and say, I forgive you. It may be a year later or two years or more, but you know what you need to do? You need to, you need to make that, 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 that step and say, yeah, I forgive you. If they've never said, I forgive you, um, it could be tricky to just kind of open up a can of worms, so to speak, and say, hey, remember when you were a jerk to me? <laughs> hey, remember that time you were really a jerk to me? Um, remember the time you hurt me so bad? Remember the time you lied about me? Remember, You remember that time? Well, I forgive you. I don't know that I would... I would I would counsel you to do that. Um, you may prayerfully consider if you need to do that or not. Uh, but yeah, does a person need to know you forgiven? If they've ever asked for forgiveness, absolutely, they need to know. Does anyone else need to know you've forgiven them? Um, you know, I think the forgiveness should be as public as the sin, if you want to use that word, or or maybe you could use the word the the pain. Um, if other people are involved. This person hurts you, and these other other folks kind of got involved, which kind of is the only thing that happens today. So many people get involved in everybody else's business. Um, then you need to say, "Hey, I've forgiven, and you, I need everybody to know I have forgiven so and so." Um, if you're doing it for their benefit, because a lot of times we do this kind of thing, and we'll post stuff like social media in this age of social media, especially, we will make a post of, you know, dear neighbor next door who, or dear person who cut me off in traffic, I forgive you. Well, that person's not following you on social media. Your next door neighbor's probably not your so your friend on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, the person you cut off in traffic isn't going. Oh, I hope they. I hope I see them. Uh, forgive me on Facebook. We, we kind of do that stuff and it's for us. It's not for, it's not for everybody else. We do that for our own benefit. We kind of like say, Hey, uh, somebody hurt me, but I'm publicly saying I forgive them. So, so everybody will know that they hurt me, but I'm saying I forgive them, but I want everybody to know. And that's kind of, you know, if that's the heart behind, you know, do other people need to know they, that I've forgiven them, but say it's a family thing and say, and say it's in the context of a broken home, a broken marriage, if you have kids and you finally forgive him, your kids need to know. Or, you know, in-laws. If you've, if you've, if you've, you know, you've been divorced and maybe it's been a decade, but you finally did. You finally got to this place where I, I can say I forgive her for what she did and how this ended. You need to. You need to also let her family, your 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 previous in-laws, your ex-in-laws. You need to let them know that you've forgiven her. If that's the case, that you know that doesn't fit, in, uh, that's not a one case fits all scenario. But you know, I think that's totally appropriate. And yes, they would need to know um, in that case. Um, but as far as does everybody need to know? Do I need to put all my business out there on social media for everybody? No, 
Probably not. Um, how do I go about... Uh, no, no. What about if you want to reconcile but are afraid of rejection? That's a part of this deal, yo. Um, if... Anytime there is hurt, anytime there's hurt that forgiveness needs to be given, um, there is a possibility of rejection. And you have to just overcome that fear and you have to go for it, especially when it comes to forgiveness. To give forgiveness or to ask for forgiveness, you're going to have to just do it. Um, because fear of rejection, man, that's a, that's a big thing. And if, if, if we fear rejection uh, for, for, any, for everything, we're just going to, like, we just might as well stay in quarantine. Because we're not, we you know, we can't go anywhere or do anything if we fear being rejected. So when it comes to asking for forgiveness, if I'm afraid they're gonna they're gonna for, reject me, don't let that fear stop you from making the step. Don't let the fear hold you captive from being able to make the step to to seek uh, to be reconciled. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know what? That your heart's broke all over again. Why don't you forgive them and go forward and and be able to to share that. Uh, if you can, um, what, how do you, how to go about beginning the process? Uh, man, the, the beginning, the process is the beginning of process. That's like, well, if you ask these questions to a pastor, which my friend did, you've begun the process. Okay. You've already begun the process. If you're saying like, I, 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 I'm to this place where I'm ready to forgive, and how do I begin the process? You've just admitted it. You've said it. You've you felt it. You have now begun the process. So you're you're in it. Go for it. Um, if you're at this place where I haven't forgiven them and I don't even know how to forgive them, how do I begin the process? Pick up that what I just read, Matthew chapter six. Read the Sermon on the Mount. Read uh, we're, we're in, in in Luke chapter eight. Uh, I think that I think that's the scripture or no, uh, Matthew chapter eighteen. Uh, just preached from on Sunday, um, Matthew 18, where he talks about uh, how many times should I forgive? Twenty, you know, seven times. Jesus says, "You don't keep score. Seventy times seven means you don't keep score." You know, how, you know, find it. Find you know, how do I even begin? Where do I begin if I know I need? I know I need to forgive somebody. I just can't begin with Jesus and go and see where He takes you. Um, so that's how you begin the process. But again, if you're already asking the question, how do I how do I begin the process of telling them? You've just you've already begun because you've asked the question. Um, what about restitution? Restitution is restoring something that was lost or stolen. Um, that's that's one definition. I, and I looked this up and wrote it down so I could so I could remember. Um, restoration of something that's lost or stolen. That's one definition of restitution. And the other re- definition of restitution is recompense for injury or loss. So these two, they're very closely related, but they're actually different things. Restoration of something lost or stolen. When you're asking, when you're really seeking forgiveness, that is what you want. That I mean, that's the point. You want you want some restoration. It may not be restoration fully to the full relationship the way it used to be. But it's restoration of your heart. It's a restoration of being able to be civil with the, with each other. Um, recompense is I get what's mine. It's come get what's coming to me. And if you're seeking that kind of recompense, there's there's not a real reconciliation possible. There's not real you know real forgiveness because that's like you can't buy forgiveness. And that's kind of what you know restitution in this. Uh, Definition: Recompense for injury or loss is. Can we buy? Uh, let me buy your um, forgiveness, uh, and that doesn't really work. So here's what does Jesus say? Uh, a few things. 
First of all, how do you do this? How do you begin the process? Let's do this. You have to decide Decide to forgive. Make the decision. It's a heart thing. Like my friend said, it's been years and I finally, I finally stopped being angry. You're going to probably have to forgive before you stop being angry. Uh, because I, it, again, if it was me... I, I may never forgive if I have to wait till I stop being angry. I've got to make a decision to forgive first of all. Then you got to say the second thing is like you got to say the words out loud. I would encourage you say them out loud to yourself first, uh, first, if not only. You know, at least to yourself. You've got to say out loud, "I forgive you." And maybe for you, you're like a lot of us, and some of the, some of your biggest uh, issues are you haven't forgiven yourself for some things. Maybe maybe that's where you got to start is look in the mirror and say, "I forgive you. I forgive you." And probably that's what we got to do with the others in our life too who need. Who, who we need to forgive is we need to say it out loud at least to yourself if, if you can't if you can't be in the same place as them uh, but you can say I forgive you you can mean it from your heart as well and you have to forgive completely and maybe even repeatedly and when I say and when I say that and I said this on Sunday when I when I spoke on this in, in, in another uh, avenue um, when you forgive re- completely and then possibly repeatedly it doesn't mean you allow them to repeatedly hurt you and you forgive them uh repeatedly jesus isn't saying that and i'm not saying that like if you're if you're repeatedly being injured you just forgive them and let them injure you again that's not the that's not the the way it's going here it's that it's not that you have to repeat the, uh, uh, repeatedly forgive them for doing it again and again and again. It's that you may have to repeatedly forgive them for that one time because it stays with you because forgiveness is not necessarily forgetting, but it's a must if we're going to move forward. Because forgetting and forgive that that's a that's a, a cliche. It's a, it's a it's a myth. Forgive and forget. It's it's a myth. You don't forget. You don't you don't forget. You don't have to forget. Um, but you don't hang on to it. You have to let it go. You may have to let it go every day, time and time again. Um, because here, because the thing about this is, bottom line, that forgiveness and trust aren't the same thing. For, and, and, and I know that's difficult for some people to really get. Forgiveness and trust are not the same thing because forgiveness is a gift. Like, I give forgiveness. You give forgiveness. If I've done something to offend you or to harm you, you, you know, I, you know, you have to give me the gift of forgiving me. Okay? I can't earn that. But trust has to be earned. Trust, trust isn't just given. You don't just give your trust away. You have to earn that trust. And so, you know, I've had some, before I've had guys come to me for counsel and say, you know, she said she forgave me and yet she didn't, she didn't trust me. And I'm like, forgiveness and trust aren't the same thing. It goes, you know, whoever the conversation is or whoever the situation is with. Forgiveness is a gift. It's what you give, but trust has to be earned. And it may take a long time, and it may be something that can never be earned back. And in the case of my friend, you know, things have happened. Years have passed. And that trust, you know, that my friend even says, you know, I don't, I don't want to be completely reconciled in this sense because I don't want to be a part of their life because of the lifestyle they lead or other reasons. And you know what? You can you can you don't have to, you know, come across as judgmental but to not agree with somebody's lifestyle and to not want to be a part of that part of their life. But you can still forgive them if it's somebody that you need to forgive and you can move forward and you don't necessarily have to trust them with your heart again. Okay? That's what trust is, is saying, I trust you. Here, hold my heart. Forgiveness is you hurt my heart and I'm letting it go. 
Trust is here, hold my heart again. And in order to allow that person to hold your heart again, it's got to be earned. And if you're on that side of it, don't complain that trust is taking a while to rebuild. You're the one that broke the trust. It's going to take time for that trust to be rebuilt. All right, so thanks for joining me for this uh, session for the Sunrise and Shine podcast. And, uh, man, I just pray that, that uh, all of us can you know, be, be people who walk the road of forgiveness. I know that's my prayer for myself, and I am like everybody else. I sometimes, uh, sometimes it's easier to forgive than others, but you know what? Yeah, I have to make that decision to forgive, and I want to walk in that forgiveness because it's the only way to be free because when you don't forgive, you're the one who's hanging on to it. The person that's, that's, you haven't forgiven, they're just, they're, they're free as they can be. You're holding yourself hostage by not forgiving. So I would encourage you to forgive and especially if you're a follower of Christ, forgive as God has forgiven you. And as Jesus said in his prayer, in the Lord's Prayer, and, and then immediately after that, as you forgive others, that's the, that's the forgiveness you receive. I believe Jesus has forgiven us of our sins. I think he did that uh, when, when he went to the cross. I mean, I think, I think I believe our sins are forgiven. But we still have to receive that. We have to accept that. We have to walk in that. Or else, it's, or else it doesn't, it's not a reality for us. Um, so I pray that that be your reality, that the, the forgiveness of Christ would be your reality. All right? God bless.